to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 48, Clueless. Hello, Hallie. Hello, David. Hello, Kristen. Hello. And hello, listeners. Clueless is a 1995 American coming-of-age teen comedy film. It is written and directed by Amy Heckerling, and it stars Alicia Silverstone, Stacey, Stacey Dash, Brittany Murphy, and Paul Rudd. It's loosely based on Jane Austen's novel Emma, making it the second Jane Austen movie we've watched on this podcast after National Treasure. (laughs) (laughs) The film was a success success at the box office, grossing $56.1 million off of its $12 million budget, and was popular with critics as well, who consider it one of the best teen films of all time. So there you go. Sounds like you disagree. I'm sure we'll get to that later. Popular with the critics. Who am I to disagree with? Who are you to disagree? Yeah. All of them, Who all would them you critics. Think? In case it's been a while since you've seen it, Clueless is the story of Cher Horowitz, a rich and popular high school girl in Beverly Hills. Her father is a litigator, the scariest kind of lawyer, and he has taught her well. Whenever she gets in trouble, like with a bad report card, she's able to argue her way out of it. But when her strict but lonely debate teacher refuses to change her grade, she decides to team up with her best friend, Dion? Dion? Dion. Yeah, I I wrote it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm going to mispronounce it Celine all the Dion. time. I know. I, I have to think about it because it looks like not that. It's I don't know. It's spelled the way it sounds, though. I know, but for some reason my brain doesn't think it's pronounced okay. like that. Okay. Her best friend, Dion, to play matchmaker for him and their environmental studies teacher, Miss Geist. I made up that she's an environmental studies teacher because I didn't actually know what she taught, but I thought that was close enough. Seeing how happy she made the two, Cher decides to devote herself to other good causes, such as giving new student Ty a makeover and making her popular. But when Ty's newfound popularity makes her a rival for the guy Cher likes, she's worried she's created a monster after all. Also, the guy is her ex-stepbrother? Ex-stepbrother. That's correct. Some yellow plaid. A pair of skis for Pismo Beach and some poolside Nietzsche. Nietzsche? I looked that up too. I, I think it was it's Nietzsche. I think it's Nietzsche. What? I don't expect me to actually know, but I thought I heard that it was Nietzsche, and I was like, look at me being smart, <laughs> knowing things, and apparently that's a lie. I think it's Nietzsche. Well. Clueless. 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 Yeah. That's what we are about how to pronounce that name. <laughs> and. and all of the other names in this movie. Well, that's just you. That's just me. That's just you? Yeah. Yeah. So how did your personality quiz turn out, Kristen? Why'd you say my name like that? <laughs> did you take it? Yeah, I took it. Okay. Did you take it in my house? I might have, <laughs> but I might not have. Okay. We don't know for certain. Who'd you get? I got Josh. It says, you got Josh. You're an intellectual who thrives off of a lively conversation and black coffee. That's a lie. I do not like black coffee. You push people to be the best versions of themselves, which some may find annoying, but the real ones know that you do it because you care. Because I continue to be the best of us. Grandmere, Beth, Josh. Okay. (laughs) Did you also get Josh? You have a look on your face. No. 
I got Travis Birkenstock. <laughs> His last name's Birkenstock. Yeah. And I was so excited because he's my favorite and I love him. Look, you got Travis. You're what the kids call chill as fuck. You're just a positive dude who has the most positive outlook on life. Seriously, you have no flaws. So kudos for being the raddest person ever, which describes me to a T. The coolest kid around. No flaws. Very chill. All three of those are lies. No, they are not. I am Travis Birkenstock. And Travis. it might be the happiest I've been with a personality <laughs> quiz result. Who did you get, podcast. David? I got Christian Stovitz. Christian! <laughs> you got Christian. You're smooth and fashionable and mysterious. There's little tildes in front of and behind mysterious. So you can imagine that being like kind of wibbly wobbly. David's doing hand motions, yes. but you can't, you can't, you can't see can. them. He didn't, he didn't do wibbly wobbly with his voice, so we had to describe the way he How was physically do doing wibbly it. wibbly wobbly with your voice? Ooh. Mysterious. <laughs> okay. Take two. Take two. <laughs> Take, two. Take two. No. <laughs> At times you can be a bit hard to read, but that only adds to your charm and cool cat TM attitude. I'm Christian. You're Christian. <laughs> You're Christian. <laughs> reading, reading Burroughs in class when everyone else is doing debates. <laughs> Just hanging out. Yeah. Smooth and fashionable. Missing Dude. the first half of the semester because you're spending time in Chicago. Yeah. 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 I was pleased with my answer. Josh can be like very like college student being like oh some people care about what's going on in the world like yeah okay you can care about what's going on in the world but you can also watch a cartoon Josh lighten up but overall good noodle I like him that's his age though he is a college kid like high school kids are do the high school kids thing so college kids they're allowed to behave in annoying ways that are typical for that age group so yeah that's just what he is yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do you feel that your Christian response is an accurate portrayal of who you are? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's into art and stuff and, like, reads books. There was a question about reading books on Friday night, and I think that's what pushed me over the edge into okay. Christian territory. Which share outfit did you guys pick in that? Uh, red plaid. The Calvin Klein dress. Okay. I also picked red plaid. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost a yellow plaid. This but I can't wear yellow. <laughs> it was almost the yellow plaid. Yellow, me and yellow, we are not. Prefer yellow as a color, but I don't prefer that specific yellow outfit to that specific red outfit. I like the Calvin Klein dress that her dad says looks like underwear. Yeah. Mm. And then I like that he's like, put something on over that. And she's like, of course I'm Daddy, going to. I'm and it's like a sheer shirt. Yeah, like it's <laughs> nothing. I, um, when I worked at the bakery when I was just out of college, there was a day that, I guess it was probably laundry day, but I showed up to work in just like a plain white undershirt. And which is like a shirt, right? It's a it's shirt. A, it's a yeah. white shirt. It's a, it's a white shirt. My boss, who is an older man and angry about everything, <laughs> flipped out on what? me. He's like, you can't show up to work in your underwear. And he was like, going to send me home. And 
his daughter was there, and there's fairly dysfunctional family, I think, because <laughs> his because the his his wife also worked there, and like everybody was always it was always just a little bit of a mess. But his daughter was like, "Dad, that's so rude. <laughs> you can't say that to him," and like really had my back. And well, that was nice of her. But then you were caught in the middle of a family argument I as was. well as being yelled at at work. Yeah, it was. I and kind it's of your just boss, wanted... so like you yeah. want to defend yourself, but you can't be like, "You're wrong." I was, I, was, I was wearing an apron anyways and was the baker like nobody saw me but I don't know did you ever show up in a white shirt ever again yeah <laughs> I don't think I own any anymore <laughs> <laughs> you just, so that, that just so you that could never happen again yeah that's fair yeah I wanted to go home after <laughs> after that I just like I'm gonna leave I don't know what's <laughs> happening Anyway, yeah. So seeing it for the first time, I'm not sure how I feel about teen movies. And I and maybe it's not teen movies, and maybe it's just comedies as a more broad category. But I don't have a, a really good memory for like individual funny lines, and I think that's a big part of enjoying a comedy is like having somebody say something and like getting that really stuck in your head and like going to your friends and being like as if yeah that's what I was gonna say that's yeah. the only thing I can remember but like I don't know I watched it I watched it with Hallie and like Hallie was there I was watching it yeah but <laughs> you were there today you were, your eyes, eyes, you were watching it but like today I had to go in like YouTube iconic clueless scenes to kind of like even refresh myself on what had happened just because it all kind of went in one ear and out the other or one eye and out it all it didn't stick with me even though I just watched it on Saturday and it makes a lot of faces Hallie yeah yeah I don't know upset scale of one to ten yeah I don't know I mean I laughed at it I thought it was funny I just didn't feel a real like deep attachment to it which I guess is kind of on par with the other. It was like a six. I don't Felt know. Felt an overwhelming sense of ickiness? No. Okay. No, it, it wasn't like icky. There were some things that in, in the movie, like, I guess we should note, like, probably haven't aged that well. Or, like, are indicative of teenagers not being very tolerant or socially conscious, especially yeah. in the mid-90s. Um, yeah, well, we, yeah. There's we, a little bit of that. There's but a little like, bit of that. I don't know. I kind of I kind of chalked it up more to the time period than anything else. I think of the teen comedies that I've seen, I still enjoy Heather's the best, which I don't know if either of you have even seen it. I finally watched Heather's because several people were like, Kristen, Heather's is right up your alley. You will have fun with it. It's not a fun movie, but it's super weird. It is super weird, except it was not for me the fun kind of weird it was just the weird kind of weird yeah and I was that's like, why I oh. liked it <laughs> I liked the Heather's musical episode of Riverdale a lot <laughs> I like I liked it being the weird kind of weird which Clueless was not it was just kind of it was kind of funny I don't know Hallie have you seen Heather's yet? no I've okay. listened to the musical soundtrack though Okay. and I like the musical soundtrack 
but like listening to it, I'm like, this isn't something I would normally watch. I want to watch Heather's now because yeah. I know that you like it, and now it's become like a meme to me because yeah. you like Heather's. I don't but... know that I like Heather's, but more than Clueless. <laughs> just said. Well, I mean, the bar is fairly low. I don't know that like I would recommend Heather's to other people. Again, it has not aged very well, um, and many ways in many ways but it's super weird it is super weird there's a lot of there's a lot of strange stuff happening there heathers but so. it's strange that when i was watching it, i couldn't just be like lol typical yeah. heathers i was just like why <laughs> who benefits <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the question i like out of movies <laughs> as we learned from that movie that i don't remember the name of holy but motors yeah holy and the motors. biggest question is who benefits, benefits. <laughs> that's correct yeah speaking of this is episode 48 we're getting we're, close we're we getting only there got, we got one more and then it's my turn to pick so get ready for that <laughs> no sometime in October or whatever. I um I went to the library and Hallie and I were talking about I had asked Hallie if she'd seen the Street Fighter movie, which I have also not seen, but is apparent has a reputation for being quite bad. And I reminded me of the Super Mario Brothers movie. I have gotten. <laughs> so Interesting. I don't I don't know that Super Mario Brothers is going to be the pick for episode 50. It's a blast. It is a blast. It's a this ain't a no blast. game. It's a live action thrill ride. Yeah, that's the tagline. Island. Where are you? Yeah, I don't know where Illinois Blue... isn't cool enough to have a town called Blue Island. Yeah, that was It also Island. sounds like a cult. It does kind of sound like a cult, doesn't it? Or um a pyramid scheme makeup brand. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I'm always right. Yeah. I didn't know they had little tiny lizards and something else that I don't Yoshi know is a little tiny like, lizard dino. You ride Yoshi as Mario. Yeah, yeah. but that's like... Yoshi is in this movie. Well, not Yoshi that's, specifically, that's not Yoshi. but that's like a Yoshi adjacent thing, isn't that's it? That's not Yoshi. No. I said it wasn't Yoshi. It's a Yoshi adjacent thing. Listen to me. Anyway, so you brought it up in the middle of Clueless because you didn't want us to get mad at your six rating, which is too late for that. It yeah. deserves more, way more than a six, way more, than honestly. A six. Okay, well, tell me why I'm wrong. Because it's like a really heartfelt teen comedy. It is a heartfelt teen comedy, and even because I feel like sometimes the likable characters, again. This is from 95, so it's easy to have things where you're just like, ooh, yeah. that didn't age well. But there weren't nearly as many instances of that didn't age well as you see from movies that came out in, like, 2010. Yep. So it could have been it's true. way worse. And I really like Cher. Like, she she's, doesn't always like get Cher it too. when she's trying to, like, donate skis to people. But mm -hmm. she's she's trying. She really has her heart in it. And she's a good noodle, and I like her, and she's fun, and you can, like, recognize her flaws without trying to be, like, I'm not trying to defend them, 
Because I feel like sometimes people, when they have a character they like, even their flaws, they take them and they go, no, but that actually makes them good because of this. Yeah. And it's not like she fixes a flaw necessarily at the end of the movie. It's just that she's clearly trying to be a better person and that's going to be like a lifelong goal. So it's less yeah. like you have to fix this thing about yourself and more you just always have to be mindful that you're growing as a person. And that's a really cool lesson yeah. for a teen comedy. You know, it's not just get the boy slash girl and it's multiple different things, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, she hangs out with Ty and realizes, like, oh, have I be- like created a monster? Mm-hmm. And focuses sort of on herself, but the various different aspects of that. So she helps Miss Geist with the environment thing that they have going on. And then Travis asks if she'll go to his skating competition yeah, thing. And she's like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. And she just, like, in various different ways is trying to be a better person and isn't doing it for a benefit of like if I become a better person I will get the guy or I will get the money Mm -hmm. or I will do she's just trying to become a better person Mm -hmm. because she's Cher and she's great and she's great I didn't say she wasn't great I I don't know it sounds like you did but like I feel like Cher's experience is more formative for like someone at that age to to watch and it comes away with like a good I don't want to say lesson because that sounds preachy mm-hmm. and because I earlier said it's not about fixing a specific problem it's just that like she's just like a good role model and she acts her age you know and like I really like um their portrayal of like popular kids and like school partying and stuff because she has that line where she's like it is one thing to you know have a blunt at a party or whatever yeah. it is quite another to be what is it like toked all day I think that's it I don't something remember. like that and I was like oh okay so they like I don't know it's just cool to see like a popular kid not 100% be into the drugs and the alcohol and stuff and have kind of like a reasonable mindset about it in a teen movie that isn't trying to get teens to not do drugs but is also not painting them as a cool exciting thing to do because that's the age group it was just like a really refreshing realistic view of it like yes a kid who occasionally does this but who also thinks it's uncool to do it all the time and is a cool person herself as Mm -hmm. we have seen at the high school so it was like setting that example as a thing to do and she isn't constantly trying to rebel against her dad either. Yeah. Like, she tries to impress him. And she's always trying to, like, make sure he's eating, like, good, healthy foods mm-hmm. because he has high cholesterol or whatever it is. And, I don't know. I and like Cher. She goes to the party and her dad, like, she gets in trouble because her dad is, like, everywhere in L.A. It takes 20 minutes. And he, like, knows that she's been out or whatever. Yeah. But she has to, like, worry about getting home. And it's just, like a semi-realistic parent because obviously he's like a funny comedy character but it's a parent who like isn't overbearing on their kid but has an eye on what their kid is doing where I feel like a lot of comedies kind of try to go like one or the other one extreme or the other helicopter parent or the parents just are absent and that's like part of the kid's plot arc or whatever and this was just like a dad who loves his daughter and cares but like also lets her live her own life and occasionally steps into parent when it's needed and it's just like oh it's really nice I just like I think everybody in the movie is nice more or less I mean they say some mean things sometimes but like they're also teenagers who are just all hanging out together and and it also felt very teen to me like when they did the workout videos and then Cher was like and this week I'm reading this book and like we have to better our minds as well it just feels like a very like 
everyone goes through phases regardless of age but i feel like especially when you're a teen you're like i'm going to do this and this and this and i'm going to like make myself better as a whole this is but my it, new identity this yeah. is my new thing and you're like i want to start bullet journaling or yeah. something like that yeah. and it just it's like a harmless fun little thing yeah. and yeah is it good that she tried to like make over Ty and had her become a different person no but she learned her she lesson. She, like, learns her lesson. Yeah, it's, like, it's good stuff. And I really like that, like, not that having a good vocabulary and referencing Monet makes you a smart person, because that's assuming a lot. But, like, but like she references Monet, and they have, like, a really good vocabulary when they speak, and it's just kind of, like, refreshing that they don't put in all this weird teen lingo. Like, you can still understand what they're saying, even though it's 1990, and they're not this movie, trying to be like, hello, fellow kids. It taught me a word, too. Did it? Yeah. Because when they were talking about, after Ty had, like, had her little makeover, and then she was, like, being pretty popular, and Cher said something to Dion, like, oh, look at her, thriving, whatever. And Dion said that she was cavelling, and I was like, what is cavelling? And so I looked it up, and to cavell is to feel happy and proud. And I didn't know this. And I've even seen this movie before, but I was like, oh, you're clueless, teaching me things. Well, yeah. They yeah. just, yeah. like, they'd have a really fun vibe, and I feel like it's, oh, I'm going to sound like such a nerd, like, really healthy teen representation for that age group yeah. to be watching. And they're yeah. obviously popular kids, but I feel like they did a good job of being sort of walking the middle line of a lot of things. Like, Cher's involved, but she's not, like, the do-it-all valedictorian mm -hmm. right. and she's popular but she's not mean she like hangs out with Travis and stuff yeah. and like they have rules like you never, no respectable girl would ever date one of them but they yeah. waved them on the grass and stuff like on the grass. Yeah. and they have I don't know I feel like they're just or like yeah she'll dabble in like drinking and the occasional mm -hmm. drugs but she doesn't do it all the time I don't know I feel like they did a good job of just having her not be stuffed into one box aside from like yeah. popular girl and because the protagonist is that way the whole movie just is that way and it's just like it's got a lot going on and it's very funny even if you can't remember specific lines from it and i haven't okay. seen clueless that often actually probably only like two or three times over the course of my life because i first saw it in early college maybe i think but i like it more every time i see it it's really grown on me so I can't quote it super well either, is what I'm saying, because I haven't seen okay. it enough to do that. But, like, but like, it's a movie that I would quote if I really committed to wanting to rewatch it a lot. Okay. And if I owned it, I would. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna watch it a lot. Then I'm gonna quote it because you gave it a six. I think six is like no. <laughs> but like personally, I think it's. A pretty high score yep. for a teen comedy for me. Mm. I, I think on the on the subject, <laughs> Hallie has tilted her head so far she's gonna fall out of her chair. I think that on the subjective David rating scale, six is like pretty high for a teen comedy. We could it could be a lot lower. I feel like you're expecting teen comedies to automatically be lower and bad, though. I'm not expecting them to be like that. I just think... Like, you expect that they're not going to be your jam. Which is fair. I, I don't know do that, that I... with genre movies yeah, that are not I don't my know jam. that I go into it expecting it won't be my jam. It's just that so far they haven't been for me. I can't imagine that. I freaking love teen 
get your point with your subjective David rating scale, RE, teen comedies, but I also disagree with your opinion a lot, and I'm mad at you for having it. Okay. Just I feel so like you know. even subjectively on your scale of I don't like teen comedies, and this one was actually somewhat it, decent, not even, it still feels like it should be at least a six and a half or They're a not seven. even always my thing, but I think Clueless is just like a good movie with really good appealing characters who have growth and do a lot of stuff. Last weekend, I watched He's All That, the new remake of She's All That. I forgot they remade that. And it was not good. Yeah, that's If you want to watch a teen comedy whatever (laughs) movie that you will not enjoy, put on He's All That. Like, generally, I was in the mood for, like, that sort of a movie. It satiated that craving. Urge? It's weird to say craving about like a movie genre. You're in the movie. I, don't to watch. I, think I didn't you used like that. Insatiated wrong. No, I said satiated. Oh, I heard insatiated that craving. No, I said it satiated okay. that craving. Keep up. No. And so, like, they're fun, and even when they're not good, I can still have a good time with it. But that's because I enjoy it, and so I can see how, in your case, it has to be good for you to semi enjoy it. Yeah. But Clueless is good. Clueless is good. Clueless thought, is really I thought, good. I like I said, I didn't think it was I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't I think a lot of the trouble with comedies is that I have to really I don't know. I when the when the movie is sort of built around like, here's a really funny line. And then we'll go into, here's another really funny line. And, like, if that's not clicking for me, or, like, it's not a thing that I'm going to, like, ah, I'll remember that later. Use that on Kristen next time I see her. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, a part of the experience that I'm missing out on, I guess. And maybe that makes it not as fun for me. Okay. Well, that's your own fault. I'm not saying it's anyone else's fault. Good. People also just tell me, though, that I'm good at remembering lines from movies. Okay. And so I don't think that it's necessarily you not remembering them or, like, remembering them less. I don't know. I feel like I also don't remember lines that well from movies, but people are like, you have a good knack for it. And I'm like, okay, I'll take it. Do they see it in that voice? I have a good knack for it. (laughs) Every single person who's ever told me that says it the exact same way. It's really weird. It's like a 1920s radio announcer. You have a knack for it. (laughs) Yeah. That's the new thematically pirates. (laughs) (laughs) But can you tell we like Clueless by the way that you were like, tell us why you like Clueless. And we went on for like five minutes. (laughs) We did. Tag teaming it. Yep. I hate tag teaming with Kristen. Yeah, we it's had gross. To, we had to, but we had to. We have a knack for it. <laughs> Never say that again. Never say that again. So have you? <laughs> so, since the movie is loosely based on Emma. Have you read Emma? No. No. (laughs) I started to watch the new Emma that came out 20... It was either like early... I think it was early 2020. With Gwyneth Paltrow? No. 
I swear there's a movie where with Anya Taylor-Joy. Hmm. Hmm. No, she is in an Emma movie, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure, but that's not new. I thought that was like, the reason to go. Alright. No. I guess that makes sense because she was younger back then. Yeah, it would be playing an Emma character. So never mind. And I started to watch that, and I think I forgot. I think I would have been more interested if I remembered that Clueless was based off of Emma, but I was like 20 minutes in, and I was like, this is not entertaining me. And I forget that Clueless is based on Emma, so maybe I'll go back and I'll watch it and maybe I'll enjoy it like more. Clueless but I also, for did. some reason, regularly confuse Emma and Ella Enchanted. <laughs> <laughs> some people will be like, it's based on Emma, and I'll be like, the Anne Hathaway movie? <laughs> it was a book before it was an Anne Hathaway movie. I never movie. read the book. So it's so it's good. Anne I love Ella movie. Enchanted. And so, I don't know. I, it's literally just E, consonant, consonant, <laughs> A, name. And I think that's why I confuse the two. But Emma doesn't have a last name in the title. It's just Emma. No, but it's Emma and it's Ella. They're very similar. If they were, if it was just Ella, but it's Ella Enchanted. That's... Anyway, so no, I have not read Emma. I have not seen any other interpretation of Emma that I know of. But sometimes people do that. They're like, oh, this is based on this fancy well-known thing fancy book sure (laughs) i believe that and then sometimes i get mad about it i read one a book that was like based on hades and persephone but in my heart i really like hades and persephone together as a couple and this painted hades as a bad person and i was like i the book was fine otherwise and then someone pointed that out and i saw red i was ready to flip tables i got so mad but that didn't happen here. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, my mom told me um, we had like a really big bookshelf in our dining room that had a collection of classics that all had the same cover. And mm. for some reason, one of those was Emma, except that it didn't have the same cover, and I don't know why. But my mom would always be like, have you read Emma? Hanley Clueless is based on Emma. And I don't know why, because I hadn't watched Clueless at that age, nor <laughs> did I have an interest in Clueless at that age. But she really wanted me to read Emma, like, all the time. And as a result, I did not want to read Emma. Because my the mom way you was do the things. when you're a teen, yeah. Um, so I felt bad about that for a very long time and have meant to, to read Emma. You're a bad person. I know, to make my mom happy. And I haven't gotten around it's to it late. yet. But I took the copy of Emma from home when I moved out, and it's in my room now so you took my the bookshelf. book that your mom likes that you haven't even read she's, she's, I'm, because I was going to read it how's that working out well you know I have a lot of books in my basket a lot of books in your <laughs> a lot of books in my basket I have a basket next to my shelf and I read the books in the basket and then I switch them out and I put the books I'm gonna read in the basket and the books in the basket on the shelf and that's how I live my life so so you're saying Emma's in the basket uh Emma's on the shelf oh. right now but I'm yeah. gonna put okay. it in the basket so it's not going when well. I get home you're failing I'm I you have an I just haven't succeeded yet <laughs> sure I'm gonna read Emma. I've always been, I've been okay, not always because my mom told me, but like, but like, 
for the last several years, which are all that matter to me, that I have been interested in reading Emma and just never gotten around to it. Or watching any version of Emma. I've seen, like, snippets of the Gwyneth Paltrow one. Okay. But not the whole thing. See, I outright said, no, I haven't seen any other adaptation of Emma, nor have I read it. And Hallie was like, telling this whole yeah, story. Yeah, I've got a whole story. And the point was, no, she hasn't read it. You are as bad as the spaghetti video. <laughs> Never say that again. <laughs> no, no, that's, no, the spaghetti video is a travesty. It's not just a long-winded, here's how to do a thing. It's how to do a thing bad. It's showing a bad thing. Mine was a charming story about what Emma means to me and why I am interested in reading it and it's relevant to Clueless because Clueless is based on Emma. The spaghetti video is just somebody throwing spaghetti on a countertop with a bunch of things that don't belong on a countertop and that has nothing to do with why I haven't read Emma as a child. I'm so mad at you right now. When are I mean, I mean, like, like, I'm really mad. That's okay. I'll be fine. Listeners, have you seen this big video? <laughs> oh, Don't please. do it. <laughs> you have Save to look yourself. up, look up, look up. Woman in Rage's Internet with weird spaghetti video or ridiculous spaghetti video. There's some adjective, but if you leave it out, you'll find it. If you just, I'm sure, I'm sure listeners know what I'm talking about. It's not even relevant anymore. This is old. This was, this was this like... This was a while ago. This was a while ago, but I just... I had not seen the spaghetti video. He had not seen the spaghetti video. So, and now you have. This is a We're catching talking. up David Tufer. <laughs> <laughs> and your life is worse now because Clueless. of it. Clueless and the spaghetti video. Scale of 1 to 10, what's the spaghetti video? <laughs> if it's above a 6, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> It's supposed to be uh, the I will take four, I'm gonna that kill you. lit candle, either of the <laughs> lit candles that are on either side, and I will throw it at your face. Uh, I mean, it's a different genre. So. <laughs> it is a different genre. It's not a teen comedy. That's uh, true. Is it a genre that you subjectively like more? That's the question. Number is it, David? No, it's gotta be like a... Like a three. A it's, three? God. That pretty. high? I'm just I'm just glad it was below a four. I really worried. <laughs> I really worried it was gonna be a four. Yeah. No, it's uh it's something special. I really like I really wanna know everything about it though. <laughs> <laughs> like how did did like, how did it happen? Did she... Because in the video, she says as she's dumping handfuls of clumpy spaghetti onto her countertop that, oh, well, I'm Italian, and this is how we eat spaghetti in Italy. Like, that's not true. <laughs> I've been to Italy. I had some spaghetti. Yeah. It was not off of a countertop. But I want to I wanna know, did she just make this up? Has she done this before? Was this all of a joke, just a joke on the internet? Because if it was a joke on the internet, it was a pretty good joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just don't think about it. It, I hate it that much. I think about it all the time because I hate it that much. I refuse to let it take up any space in my brain. 
Oh, also, David, you were right. There is a character named Amber in this movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because you because that was, yeah, that was part of when your... When you said Amber, I was like, one point for David, mm-hmm. which is yeah. one more point than you usually get. <laughs> yeah. Amber's the, the person no one likes. Yeah. 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 She wore Cher's dress the day after Cher did. She's probably the meanest one in the movie, but even then, she's just like... uh, like, She's just like... Like teenage mean. Yeah. Yeah. Just teen girl. Just kind of like snappy. Nobody wants to deal with her. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, she's not like mean girls. Teen girl mean. No. She's just... She's just kind of nothing, but nobody likes her. No. And not even for... For no reason. So, is it weird that Cher winds up with her ex stepbrother? Look, this debate has been going on with Clueless for years. For there's, there's never gonna be I, well, I even the people who were like, opinion. "It's um, it's it's kind of like when I watched Pretty Little Liars and I rooted for Arya and Mr. Fitz, who was a teacher and she was a student." And one, I was like 16 when I watched. So, of course, I was like, it's different. It's fine. And now as a 27-year-old, I'm like, oof, no. Oof, no. no. And it's one of those things, too, that like as a 16-year-old, I like knew that it was bad. But I'm like, it's a TV show. Let me ship these two together and it's fine. Like, everyone chill out. Maybe if it was real life and someone was like, oh, I'm with my ex-stepbrother, I might be like, oh, that's an interesting situation you got there. Not necessarily automatically being like, ooh, no, but like, it's a bit of an odd, odd situation. But for Clueless, it's fine. It's like it's like you know it's I feel it's just one of those things every family is gonna have to decide for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes yeah. up, if your daughter wants to date her ex stepbrother, you're just gonna have to sit back and evaluate whether that's the right choice for you. Some people had different family dynamics. Yeah, and like like um, Josh's mom was not married to share's uh, dad for that long. I really like when Cher's dad is like, you don't divorce kids. Like, I like that he's Cher's still... dad is a good dad. And Wonderful. I feel like you expect him because he's like this busy litigator. Yeah. Blah, yelling at people. Um, you expect him to not be a good dad, but he regularly is. He, he has just, yeah. good little lines. And, and I'm like, like, yeah, good dad. And I love that he tries to do the, like, no phones at the table and then answers his own phone. Like, yeah. it's just, I don't know. He's just a good a good, a good dad. Uh, but he didn't divorce Josh. He divorced Josh's mom. And I like that he still takes an interest in Josh's future and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, like, the father-son relationship that he has does complicate his daughter dating his other son thing. But, his but... His other son thing. His, uh, his other yeah. son thing. But when you get married, that, that they're gonna get... They're young... But, I mean, it becomes the son or the daughter-in-law, so, like, that relationship is still intact, father-son I feel wise. like, based you know? on and how they like... talked about Josh's mom, it sounds like she married many people, and they did not last very long. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they were together for maybe a year. And yeah. how much of that year is also them fighting and actively getting a divorce. 
So know? it's not like outright said, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was much more fleeting and just because Cher's dad is a good person is like, I'm going to keep this kid around yeah, me, see, a good role model, like, because his mom is a little bit shaky. And I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing hard work to justify this, and I, I feel like it makes it seem like I have okay, to, but so I'm not. If- but I'm saying it could be almost like if a kid next door had like a bad family situation and was like a couple years older and so they're constantly around mm-hmm. and they see each other as just like ah you're that person who's around we are not quite the same age we don't have similar interests but then they get older and then they're like hmm seeing you in a new light so what if it wasn't Paul Rudd how much of that makes a difference quite a bit, <laughs> quite a bit. well it's admit Paul that Rudd. yeah it's Paul Rudd yeah. so but like, also I'm thought, con- that's part that of the contextually of you know if you're in your family you're like Paul Rudd is the ex-stepbrother like that, that's a that's point fine. in that favor people are like you had me at Paul Rudd it's fine like, it's whatever see I for I forget that she's 15 because for some reason I had it in my head that she was 17 and then she no. said she was 15 and I was like she's gonna go for me but it also seems like Josh freshly went to college. I didn't get the impression that he's like a college senior, in which case, definite bad no. But it's I, like a little more, all right. I also don't know how old he was, because I was like, if he's 18, if that's, he's 18 like, that's like 15, a little bit okay. Like, you know, that's like, weird, that's like but better. Like, fine. But then he was drinking at the wedding at the end, but then I was like, it's also a wedding, and it's people often let kids drink underage at weddings. I went to my friend's sister's wedding when I was 19, and they gave everyone champagne. Yeah, they like, care. That's, that feels like a normal thing for an 18-year-old to do at a yeah. wedding. So, yeah. like, so he's just... It's Paul Rudd. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. David I, disagrees. I figured that would be the tipping point. <laughs> well, also, presumably, it's going to be another Paul person Rudd, who's Flynn like... Flynn Rider... Flynn Rider. Oh, we we just... Josh is Josh is younger than Flynn Rider. He is. He is. But Rapunzel's older than Cher, so slightly, yeah. 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 Rapunzel's a legal adult. Mm-hmm. Well almost. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> proceed. Um, yeah. Anyway, speaking of relationships in this movie, I was genuinely glad that Ty wound up with Travis. Yes. Yes. Just because that's what she wanted the whole movie. And Cher kept messing it up. Cher kept screwing it up at every turn. I know. Cher was... And then Ty would be like, oh, there's Travis again. I really like Travis. And Cher would be like, no, you still can't like Travis. You like Elton now. God, Elton sucks. Elsa had so though some much. like nice sweaters. He had some nice sweaters. He had some nice like, sweaters. Yeah, I was that really was like his whole personality though. Like, I had I was never like, guy who wears sweaters noticed this before, but like when we first see him and he raises his hand and he's like, "Yeah, I think I lost my cranberry CD. I have to go find <laughs> it in the Lost and Found." They're like, "Whatever." But then when Cher's in the car with Elton, he's listening to his cranberry CD, so he must have found it. 
I don't know why I was so amused by that, but I really was. I've never noticed it before, and I was like, Elton, you're not great, but I'm I'm glad you found your CD. <laughs> that you found your cranberries CD. Good for you. It's like that you thought about in the middle of class. And so <laughs> like, I'm gonna leave to go find it. And so the question in the quiz that was like, pick a random thing, I was like, Elton's cranberries CD. It meant a lot to me. But yeah, no, Man. Cher was trying to play matchmaker, yeah. thinking purely about aesthetics and not actually what people are like and who they are interested in. But it's like, okay. You know, okay. at the end, she learned her lesson. She and learned her like lesson. Everybody goes, I mean, it's high Ty school. Ty and Travis people, got together. Yeah. Ty and Travis it's got fine. together. They're bonding. And, and Travis uh, was doing less weed at the end of the movie, so that's good for him. He's in a program that has steps. He's in a. It's got twelve of them. Yeah. 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 You know, he's and he was doing really good. He was skateboarding real good, and I was like, Travis, yeah. my boy, me. <laughs> That's you. That's me. <laughs> you on that skateboard ramp. On that, yeah. You die. No, I used to skateboard. Okay. Sure. You're looking at me like I'm lying and I'm not. Okay, but did you like do tricks or did you just like ride the skateboard? <laughs> because yes. I could ride a skateboard and acknowledge that I probably could not do these trips tricks <laughs> without falling and injuring myself. Tripping. Yeah. So you used to ride a skateboard, but did you do any tricks? Yes. Such as Flip. <laughs> sure. Grind. <laughs> yeah. What others? Wheelie. Yeah, posters of Tony Hawk in your room. <laughs> you would be the person who recognizes Tony Hawk on the street instead of all the memes. Make his day. Have you seen those, David? No one recognizes Tony Hawk unless he Ever? like has a skateboard in his hand. <laughs> And he said that one time he was, like, with his kids somewhere. And I had to look at his driver's license, and it said, like, Anthony Hawk. I'm like, yeah, like, Tony Hawk. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> like, are you related to him? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and so many people are like, you look like Tony Hawk. And he's like, I get that a lot. Like, security at the airport told him that when they were checking his identification yeah. to get out of, on a plane. <laughs> Nobody recognizes Tony Hawk, but apparently Hallie was a hardcore skater mm. who had posters of Tony Hawk. What? So that's who was correct. your favorite skater after what? Tony Hawk? After Tony Hawk? Yeah. Um, probably the OC I made in Disney Skateboard Adventure <laughs> for the GameCube. Okay. <laughs> she wore cargo pants at the sports bra. Were they the zip-off cargo pants? They I had, had a, a pair of those. They had a lot of pockets. That's and important. she wore really large tennis shoes. And they just allowed you to have just a sports bra, and I really dug that. So that's what she wore. And no helmet, because she was too cool for one. Yeah. But she did wear elbow pads. <laughs> elbow pads are important. So yeah, gotta protect the elbows. After I broke my wrist, my mom would not let me do any activity without wearing a wrist guard. And no one else ever wore wrist guards, so I felt like it was really embarrassing. Yeah, Even though probably no one cared. Would be really embarrassing. Yeah. I got, during the pandemic, um, I got some rollerblades again, and definitely have to wear all of the protective equipment. All of it. The wrist guards, the elbow pads, the knee pads, yep. 
it's all going yeah, on yeah. there. It's uh, I'm not very good at rollerblading anymore. <laughs> I used to be pretty good as a child. It turns out that I'm not. Part of it is that the ones I got are they they've got three big wheels instead of four little wheels. I don't like that. And they so they go a lot faster because mm. I was when I was looking at rollerblades that had the options like beginner, intermediate, expert, and I was like, well, I'm certainly not a beginner. <laughs> <laughs> Heavens no. God. Yeah, so I went with the, and I was like, I'm fine, I'm an expert, but like, maybe, like, pretty close. But we'll, <laughs> pretty go with inter- close. we'll go with intermediate, and they're a lot faster than the rollerblades I used to, to have as a child, so... I always liked rollerblading, but I was always kind of scared of it because I never learned how to stop. So I just <laughs> rolled into the grass just until I slowed <laughs> enough that like I felt like I was in control again. All you do is put your heel down, though. Yeah, but that thought terrified me because <laughs> I was like, I will fall and break another bone. You can like be bad. You like drag one of the skates behind you in sort of an L shape. That also sounded too scary. Well, I could ski just fine, like, just zooming down a hill, but the second that I am on roller blades instead of skis, and it's on a sidewalk instead of snow, different game. I mean, there are yeah. several differences between skiing <laughs> no, and rollerblading, so it feels I've like... I've done both, I know. That's it's not just how you stop two. on skis either. It's not how you stop on skis. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I only know how to do that. And pizza does not work No, pizza doesn't work on rollerblades. I hate no. doing pizza on roller skates now. Yeah. I don't like roller skates. I couldn't wait to do the roller blades Because the skates, if you look down at them while you're skating, it looks like the wheels are moving sideways. And that freaked me out because I don't like wheels. And you can't see the wheels <laughs> on roller blades as easily as on skates. I don't like wheels. I don't like wheels. Any wheel? What? Any wheel? Just like sometimes I think about wheels and I get anxious so I can't <laughs> do it. Like, because like yeah. they support you but they also move and I just like that shouldn't be allowed and that frightens me. Did that hinder your skateboarding career at all? Um, <laughs> no. With all your. Your flips because I can't see the wheels on the skateboard. That's true. They you know, are so underneath. like that helped. But if I was like looking down and watching the wheels on the roller skates, which I did because I was afraid of them, so I couldn't stop, it would just look like they were move like like the outside wheels were moving to the inside, and I and I hated that because the wheel can go forward; it can't go sideways. That would be too much friction and inertia and I'm getting nervous thinking about it. So if you had like if, a clear skateboard and you could see the wheels. No, can't do it. When I go on roller coasters, I have to be like, there are no wheels. <laughs> it's like I can't think about how fast the wheels are going in the track and how they're turning and how like my life depends on these fucking wheels. Like I can't, I can't. I don't like it. I really have to zen out before I go on roller coasters. Not for reasonable things. Because of the because of the wheels, mm-hmm. an herbal refreshment. Herbal refreshment. They frighten. They have tea in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. They have pop. I know that you're quoting Clueless. No. These are just facts. I mean, they're also facts, but you're also quoting Clueless. I don't think so. But they don't help me when I'm afraid of wheels. Sure. 
more clueless stuff. <laughs> so one of the one of the nineties things that didn't age well is that when Cher gets robbed, she goes to a phone booth and calls Josh to come get her. How many phone numbers do you think you have memorized right now? I know my old home phone number, which we disconnected, so it's not relevant. And I know my phone number and my parents. And I know my grandma's old phone number. No one lives in that house anymore. So I know five, but one <laughs> is me and two are numbers that are no longer relevant. And then my parents. Do you know do you know your sister's numbers? No. No. I know no. four people's numbers off the top of my head. Okay. Do you want to share them? Uh, my mom. Okay. <laughs> my old home number, which I guess is disconnected, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, my neighbor's phone number, because I don't know why it's hard. I was friends with the girl who grew up there, and I'm still friends with her, and she lives in town, but not with her parents anymore, but I know that home phone number, uh -huh. because I would call and be like, do you want to play? And that's, I don't know why that was so hard to explain, but I know that phone number, yeah. and I know one friend's phone number. You don't know your dad's phone I do not. My dad doesn't answer his phone, so like it's not in an emergency. You're gonna you're gonna call. You're gonna call my mom. That's the opposite for me. Colleen does not answer a phone. Yeah, but she listens to the podcast. She listens to the podcast. So, Hi, mom. So that's good. Yeah, I know. I know both of both my mom's house and my dad's house. Neither of which have phones anymore. Um, my phone number is one digit off from my brother's phone number and two digits off from my mom's phone number. We got nice. them we got them so sequential. Nice. Yeah, when my mom was getting us cell phones for the first time when I was in God, high school probably, um, she got them all sequential. So I, nice. I have all of their numbers memorized. Um, and then yeah, I still remember numbers for like a couple friends' houses from when I was a child. Yeah, but you would dial all the time. <laughs> I, I feel like I could probably, if pressed, remember my neighbor's phone number. Because I also would call and be like, do you want to play? Yeah. And that's, but, yeah. There, that's it. Yeah, there are numbers I recognize sometimes. Like, if I get a text from a friend, but um, I got a new phone recently, which is not... It's, it's still phone. a flip phone. It's still a flip phone. It's a worse flip phone. It is a worse flip phone. I hate it. Get a smartphone. I don't want Join to do the dark that. Side. But like, not all of my friends' numbers got transferred over. But and I've been lazy <laughs> adding them in because I never really call them. But um, if I get a text from them, I'll be like, oh, I recognize that number. That's so and so. Um, but I couldn't if I, you know got robbed at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't go and call that person off the top of my head. So, yeah. That was just the thing you had to know in the 90s. You just yeah. had to know. Numbers. You just had to know. But that's just replaced now with, like, various different accounts and passwords for various different websites and everything. So, it's the same but different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can never remember which password goes with which thing because I always just have it saved on my computer. But every now and then something will happen because technology in. is terrible. Like, yes, it was yesterday even. My computer updated. 
and I've noticed nothing different about it except that all of the icons on my desktop were <laughs> alphabetized. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> I knew where everything was on that desktop and then it went in and put them all in alphabetical <laughs> order. And How many things do you have on your desktop? Because it sounds like it's like not just like five and you can rearrange I, I put it. them back in a different order now which is not the same and so I'm still having trouble but I have I have on one side I have a whole bunch of I'm showing this okay right now. That's... I have a bunch of like text files of things that sometimes I access and sometimes are just it's there yeah. but I can't delete <laughs> and then I have another section that's all like icons for stuff again some things I've probably never like like OBS like I was gonna stream at one point um, on Twitch and so I still have those things downloaded to my desktop don't open those um, but yeah. yeah yeah so yeah it was it was all just one big alphabetized block how fun yeah technology technology I hate it it hates you it hates me so I also wanted to talk about a few of the characters. Josh was one of them, but we've already sort of touched on Josh. You don't like Josh, is what we're getting Josh at. Josh is fine. That's the vibe. No, I mean, he's... It's fine. He's fine. I don't... I don't know. Maybe Paul Rudd's not my type, but I don't understand the attraction between them. But it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't understand not understanding the attraction between them, but all right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to talk about Christian. Me. Christian. You. He was you. Yeah. Yeah. I liked Christian. He's a good noodle. Yeah. He's kind of, there's like a little bit of the movie where you think he's just going to be like a dick. And then then he's he's not. Like, like he's not. I like I like that he shows up and Cher has been like, uh, high school boys. But then this is the boy that she's attracted yeah. to. The guy who's like from Casablanca. <laughs> and like that's his whole his whole vibe is like I, I couldn't tell if it was like forties or if he was like going for like more of a beatnik thing, because he is really into art and um you know Beats me. Read, reading yeah. That was a good joke, and he's yeah. reading Burroughs and stuff. So, he's like, maybe he's maybe he's trying to be a beat. There maybe. are plenty of plenty of high schoolers. Did that. <laughs> so many. That's yeah. true. He just wants to yeah. watch his movies. Yeah, so that was like, like my favorite. Museums. That was like my favorite part of the the movie is that, um, especially because at that time we don't know that he's gay, and mm-hmm. we just think that he's like gonna be flirting with Cher. But he he's like. I'm gonna bring you some movies and we can watch them. Yeah. And then it's like Spartacus. <laughs> I like that she's trying to like play footsie, and not only is he just not interested, but I think he also just wants to watch the movie. Yeah. Really he just, just wants like to watch sets Spartacus. the pillow down. Yeah. And 
I feel that because I hate when you're like, let's put on a movie, and then people start talking, and you're like, I would have put on a different movie if I knew that this was going to be a movie that we're talking through right. versus a movie that we just sit and watch. Like, it's That's... very pure that he was like, I just want to come hang out with my buddy and watch some movies. Yeah. And not only a movie, it's like, it felt very high school to me that, like, you've discovered this thing that's, like, completely not cool, but, like, you're super into, yeah. and, like, want to share. I, I was telling Hallie, I, I tried to find it again, I, as I do every couple of years when I remember it, but there was this fantastic piece that somebody wrote that was, she was reviewing a mixtape that her high school boyfriend gave her, and she was still friends with the high school boyfriend, like, years later, um, and in reviewing it was also interviewing him about, like, what was going on, <laughs> like, why were... This what? sounds incredible. It, it's super good, but the mixtape is just ten Rush songs <laughs> 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 that are, like, each probably seven or eight minutes long, just, like, these gigantic prog rock pieces. If she actually listened to it, then that's that's love, because I have... <laughs> I have, like, one song that's, like, nine and a half minutes long that I really like that I tell a lot of people to listen to, and people see that it's nine and a half minutes long, and they're like, nope. And that's how you know it's the real deal, if people will actually listen to it. That's how you know that, like, aw, they care. (laughs) I think she did, and she hated it back then, and I don't know that she liked it anymore on re-listen, but yeah, it was... It's a wonderful piece. I wish I could remember anything more about it, but I listeners, if you're familiar with this article that has to be probably 15 years old at this <laughs> point, um, definitely let us know in the comments. But yeah, that felt like Christian to me in a nutshell. Just, you know. I like that. I think I always assume that he was cool in the kind of way that like looks down on other people but I don't think that's it I think he just likes what he likes and if it's not if you're doing something that isn't that he's not going to be rude about it but that's not his jam not that he that that situation doesn't really even like come up but I think when I was younger I just expected him like you said Mm -hmm. to just at some point be not good but no, Christian's a peach. Yeah. Christian's great. I think I think uh, for a little bit you're like, why aren't you into Cher? And then it's like, oh, because he's gay. And then and then like you can't hate him for. Hopefully you don't hate him for that. <laughs> but like, but like I really like that they become friends after that. Yeah. Like they go to the mall together. They go to the mall. They go to the museum. The, yeah, they just like chill. Like I like though that her and Dion were talking about it, and then Dion's boyfriend was just like no (laughs) she's no yeah yeah christian christian a good guy a good guy i also want to talk about ty ty i i i like that even after the the makeover and she like gets to be a little bit more popular she still knows what she likes and what she wants and is sort of not quite like single-minded in it sounds like bad sort of like she's only got like a one-track mind but like she's 
she knows what she wants and she's really like she's focused on getting Travis because that's yeah. who she wants to be yeah. with and like you know she she has different experiences it seems from uh, from Sharon Dion but it's still like cool hanging out with them and like sort yeah. of looks up to them even you're a new girl and you just made these friends who are nice to you mm-hmm. and then they introduce you to their friends who are also nice to you and so even if it isn't quite your crowd you're not gonna be like no I don't like oh, you yeah. Yeah. and for the most part they were nice it was just like that environment sort of gradually made her more mean yeah. but even then feel like she had one mean remark and then she also had the time where like I don't remember what Travis said but he came up to her at the lunch table and then she was like oh no yeah. and that's when you're like Ty you are not being you because you and Travis are meant to be so Correct. stop it yeah. but overall like who who hasn't just had sort of a snippy moment and then yeah. she apologized later mm-hmm. and also shares moments of like have I created a monster was just Ty talking about a scary experience that she had at the mall and sure it had like gotten exaggerated and maybe she wasn't correcting things but then Cher just kept trying to be like well when I was held at gunpoint and I'm like Cher love ya you don't have to make it about you right Right. now just like chill for a moment it's fine yeah I couldn't really figure out what what was the deal with the guys who were gonna like dump tie over this well did you hear this conversation like just beforehand she said something about like if i fall are you gonna catch me like just flirting with them as they're all standing there and so i think i don't think they were ever actually going to drop her i think it Mm -hmm. was just them being like oh see we got you but it's but that's you're hanging someone over the railing so also she was sitting up there Ty, that's Ty, no, no. Yes. Like it made my palms sweat just seeing that. I did not like it. Damn. I really appreciate that. Even though Ty does know what she wants the whole time, she does get caught up by Elton a little bit, or at least yeah. caught up by Cher telling her that she likes right. Elton. I really like the role in with the homies gag, where she just like, this is our song, and they're in that restaurant, and she's just like, sadly doing the role <laughs> with the homies move, and she's got that little box of like, well, I never told you, but I kept the washcloth that he used to dab my face with yeah. at the party. Like, that's, it's just, it's so it's cute, cute in high school. high school thing. Yeah. yeah and I think, the fire. I think part of her also probably thought that she did like Elton like yeah. you have a friend being like oh no he's into you and mm-hmm. you sort of look and you're like okay well he's nice he's attractive we get along she gets caught up in we're it. in the same friend group sure so I don't think she was lying to herself I think yeah she just got caught up in it it happens it happens no ties a good being and she also like she becomes popular but not really mean popular you know it's just right. that she kind of wields too much power for her own good near the end there because everybody wants to listen to her but that's also just Cher projecting and being upset as Kristen pointed out so it's like it's not like when Katie Heron became a monster in Mean Girls straight up became a mean girl yeah just kept talking about Regina and she could hear people getting sick of it but she couldn't stop this is just Ty being Ty being Ty being Ty and her hair is so fun I love her hair her hair is great I agree Cher's hair is great. Everybody's hair is great. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mention Dion's hat. 
Stay on tap. It's great, but I also wish to become more of a gag and that Dion would wear more hats. I would love for her to wear more hats. One of my favorite lines is near the end where she's at the, the bridesmaid table and she's like, at my wedding, all my bridesmaids are going to wear sailor hats. And everyone's like, sailor oh. look. Yeah. <laughs> that was so fun because I just think of any time people talk about like their dream weddings yeah. and how they want to plan. And, like, and then everyone's going to wear blue. And people are like, blue is such a nice color. And just like no matter what you say, people are like, that's fun. That's and they're having fun sitting there being like, little sailor wedding. Yeah. It was just yeah. like weird and out there and cool. Well, when Dion comes out of the house wearing the hat, Cher says something about, like, she's always trying fun things with fashion, but then we don't really see, like, there's nothing else at the level of that hat throughout no. that. That's, throughout I guess the movie. that's true. I kind of wish that... I had not that, noticed that. I kind of wish that there had been a little bit more of that. Also, the fashion in this movie is top-notch. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, The Devil Wears Prada is supposed to be the fashion movie, but to me, this knocks it out of the park. I'm a big fan of all the plaid. I have always plaid liked plaid, but I feel like for a long time people were like, plaid is ugly. Except I couldn't tell if people actually thought plaid was ugly or if it was people saying, I like plaid, even though other people think it's ugly. Mm. And there's no actual like other source saying it's ugly so much as it is just this general belief that other people think it's ugly. I don't know. Lots of plaid. Big fan. The yellow look classic classic the red one was also great i liked the thing when she when she was walking around and then the fountains lit up when she realized that she liked josh because it was like weird but it was good what was she wearing it was i swear it was like a light blue like sweater vest thing but she had on something white and kind of like gauzy over it okay it was one of the pictures in the quiz hmm not the one i chose apparently no and then the one red dress that she had, that Amber like was wearing the, later. The beret that she wears. Oh, but the beret, the plaid one. The beret is fun. Not that red dress. Yeah. But it is a nice red dress. And if you look at the trivia, apparently, I think a lot of people assumed that the budget for fashion was a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was not because I guess the costume designer was like, no, I don't want people to think of them as like really super high end fashion. I want them to be like mall rats, basically, and they're dressing in all this stuff. And I'm like, one, that's fun because they are teenagers. Yeah. And two, what does it say about me that I see the mall rat fashion and I'm like, yes, as opposed to the actual like quote unquote good fashion. I've never heard the phrase mall rat, and I love it. Never heard of mall rat. Never heard of mall rat. Oh no. There's, well, a, there's a movie called Mall Rats. I've never heard of it. Well. No, now I have. have. Now I'm going to look go. it up and I'm going to watch it. And every time they say mall rat, I'm going to be like, mall rat. I know what that is. Also, I don't think I've ever seen mall rats. It's a Kevin Smith movie. He's the guy that did Clerks. And he's not my favorite. Okay. Not your but mall rats. I also liked her closet when we see her picking out her outfit the first time and it has the two little like pictures and you can like swipe through did you see you had to have seen it get a clue the decom the disney channel original movie you didn't see get a clue i realized that um this is contrary to everything about me as a person but i listened to the get a clue song on disney skateboard adventure for the gamecube (laughs) All the time. I can't. I, I think, I think I'm right about this. 
get a clue? No. That's the one. That's the one. Right? Get I don't remember because... Right. Oh, well, I was knocking it out of the park there, so... No. I was. I don't think this is just a thing of, like, me and my sister particularly latched on to this movie, and therefore we think of it as more popular than it was. I feel like Get a Clue was very popular. No, How did you not see that? I'm not sure. I can't explain who I was as a young in <laughs> as I watched a lot of Disney, but this is Disney Channel original movies, I'm so there's go no reason. Plus and see but I didn't there. watch a lot of the live action stuff because I don't I don't know. I just watched all the animated ones. You didn't watch Motocrossed? I think I did watch Motocross. That was so good. I had completely Johnny forgotten about Motocross. But yeah. that was also like, I was like, it's a girl riding a motorcycle. This is cool. Which is, that makes it sound like I'm making fun of it. And I'm not. I was just, it was just like, girls can do boy things. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was no. very. Get a Clue is great. Because yeah. they have the same thing where they have like the outfits that you can look at before you try it on. Like it was like it was on the screen, and that seemed very fancy and high tech and what cool people had when I was like nine and this movie came out or whatever. It has Lindsay Lohan in it. I know. We should watch Get a Clue. Not even for this, just <laughs> just just can. because I was yeah. It's so good. Um, that's all I was gonna say. Is that okay. <laughs> from Get a Clue? I'm gonna look up Get a Clue on Disney Channel. I think I Disney genuinely Plus. think because lately I've been more into like this is gonna sound weird, um, like accessories that are bug themed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lot of fun, and in Get a Clue they have a really fancy brooch. <laughs> That's that's a bug, and this lady like collects them, and there are several of them, and I I truly think that that is the root of me liking the bug accessories. Okay, it's not the golden bumblebee from Raven Boys. There's no accessory. Doesn't Henry have like it's a robo bee? You said it was a brooch. I mean, he can't just show people that he has a fancy robo bee. They're going to be like, what's that? I could have sworn that I was wearing the fascination with insect jewelry came from. No. Okay. No. Okay. Earlier in life. The seed was already <laughs> The seed was already there. <laughs> I had, we'd never talked about Get a Clue, so I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a great movie. I'm sure it is, is the thing. Like I You a person who likes detective mystery things, who claims to be the world's greatest detective. Who is not, the world's greatest detective? Have not it's seen it. It's in my Twitter bio, therefore it's real. I have not seen I know. This is an antithesis to everything I am as a person. I don't know anything about it either. I don't know the plot. I just know Lindsay Lohan is in it and now they have Spoiler alert. No there's bug jewelry. <laughs> there's bug jewelry. But I am really curious now to watch it as an adult. Yeah, now I have to watch it as an adult and see this from a whole new perspective. Man. But that was one that like you know, Disney Channel replays old movies, and there are some that you're like, oh, that's on, that's fun. Mm -hmm. But when Get a Clue was on, 
we made a point to watch it. Bless. Very good movie. All right. If Cher was solving mysteries, I could imagine that it would be like a little get a clue-ish. Would love that for Cher. Would love love Cher to solve some mysteries. Cher would probably solve them. She would. She's very resourceful. She is. And she's very smart. She is. I agree with that. She wouldn't give up. No, she would not. Argue her way into getting those clues. Yeah. That's how you do it. You argue (laughs) Give me your clues. (laughs) My clues. She has a knack for it. But uh, one line that I do think about often is the part where she's like, and may I remind you, it does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. Like, anytime people talk about, like, immigrants are bad, I genuinely think of that moment from Clueless where she's like, and may I remind you, and I'm like, yeah, she's right, listen to Cher, just redistribute the food, pull in some extra chairs. You can still have a fun dinner party. It's a really good bad speech. It is. I love that speech for sure. I also really love that class. I really appreciate how chill the teachers are with like the high school shenanigans. And that the yeah. teachers aren't like hard asses either no. because they often are in the teen in the teen comedies. Yeah. Or they just don't care at all. And these are like right in the middle where they like let the students go look for their cranberry CD in the middle of class. And, like, they announce how many tardies people had, and, um, and Travis goes up and has, like, a little speech about, like, making muffins. muffins. Like, like, everybody at McDonald's who makes those. And the teacher, like, lets that happen, and is clearly, like, teens, like, I don't know, I don't know. What can you do? What can you do? And she, he tells, uh, Cher, like, oh, you have two tardies. And she's like, I was riding, I was surfing the crimson wave. wave. And he's like, one tardy fine <laughs> like, I love he's that he's not gonna argue with her right? he's like, like it's a losing battle I, just, I really love Mr. Horowitz he's great it's a fun movie mm-hmm. it made me think about my other Mr. like Hall. favorite is it not Mr. Horowitz? no Sherry's last name is Horowitz Mr. Horowitz is the dad Mr. Hall is Mr. Hall. the teacher I don't know it made me think of all my other favorite teen discussed. movies and now I gotta go watch them okay yeah yeah You should do that. I should. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else that we should talk about? Or any closing, closing, clueless thoughts? In conclusion, it does not say RSVP <laughs> on the Statue of Liberty. It does not. It does not. Clueless would have been a really good name if this was a mystery. That's what my introduction was from last week. I know. Also, I was surprised at how many times they said clueless in the movie. Right? Because I don't remember them doing that. It's But it's three, and they're all in, like, the first third of the movie. Actually, I think one of them is later on. Um, on. They save it for, like, a thesis statement. But, I don't know. I didn't remember it being a movie that was like, huh? Oh, we snuck the title in there. Huh? Do you get it? Nudge, nudge, huh? And they they did it several times. That's like its only yeah. fault. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it a fault. It's, it's just not even like a fault. I was it's just like, like it's just, oh, let me see what I you're doing. Remember that. It had several other names that are on the Wikipedia. Such as? I was a teenage teenager. No. Mm. Mm, glad they scrapped that one. Who thought of that one? 
I hope they're fired. I hope so. And then there was another one before. Well, it was going to be a TV series originally. It spun off a t- TV series. Well, originally, originally, <laughs> it was going to be a TV series, and then they decided. I, I think the I think the writer showed it to someone, and and they were like, "No, this is this is too good for a TV series. We got to make it a got to make it a feature." So, but yeah, every draft that she wrote, she would give it a new title. Okay. Um, there was another one before it. I don't remember. But I Was a Teenage Teenager is the one that stuck out. <laughs> that it was one's not, not good. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. All right. Well, for next time, this one is kind of short. Because <laughs> I actually know a couple things about it. We're oh. heading to Wakanda, an African nation rich in some mineral that I forget the name of <laughs> but it's worth a lot of money and it makes them very rich and technologically advanced and it's ruled by T'Challa who may or may not have superpowers I don't remember that either <laughs> but he's definitely good at kicking people which I'm sure is what this movie is going to be about that's right for next time it's Black Panther I read a few of the comics by Tanezi Coates a few years ago and aside from like proper names and the ins and outs of Wakandan politics, of which there are a lot in these comics, um, I don't remember too much about Black Panther. So I have wanted to see this one since it came out, but like most things, I just kind of never got around to it. But I am really excited for this episode, and not just because it's number forty-nine, and that means I have a thing. Closer to 50. That means I have yeah. a thing to pick because because you guys are gonna have to up with your Suffer. own summary. Yeah. God. Oh, we will have to come up with summaries. You up with your and you get summary. two different summaries. Yeah. yeah. And we can yeah. see who gets more close. I will win. Yeah. I have an act for it. Yeah. Your eyes lost all of their light when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, like you disappeared. Something possessed you when you said that. You're more not the <laughs> Very strong competitive nature, <laughs> but like that was even more than normal. It just shot up, took my soul, and was like, "I'm the captain now." <laughs> I'm gonna win though. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm really good at plot synopses, probably. We'll see. Yeah, I haven't decided on the movie yet. It might just be Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> We will see. <laughs> but, yeah, that'll be for next time. Black Panther, a Marvel movie. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it part of the MCU? I don't even know. Yeah. It sure is. Sure is. All right. So there may be other Marvel people in it. There might Make be. There little, might just be. Making little cameos. Yeah. Their little cameos. In, yeah. In With Wakanda. their friends. Yeah. Who knows? friends. Who knows? Yeah. We'll find out for next time. So until then, goodbye, Kristen. Goodbye, David. Good night, Hallie. Good night, David. And good night, listeners.